You're listening to the Paul Mann Report. I am Kia McKinney, and we are joined by Nurse Nancy Kanda to hear about this amazing program. Miss Nancy, thank you for joining us. You're welcome. Okay. Can you explain what the program is and what it's all about? Um, the easiest way to describe our program is we pair a registered nurse with a low-income mom because we found that low-income moms have less resources family-wise and so forth. So um, it makes more sense to help them first. And the nurse and the client work together on goals that the client wants to work on, as well as we prepare them for becoming a mom, um, what to expect, you know, when you get to labor and delivery, um, what to expect and how to care for a crying baby. just there's just a lot of things that we do with our program but that's kind of in the nutshell the nurse and the client work together to um, get resources and become a better mom how long has this program been going on um 35 years it was started by dr olds who was a doctoral student working um in i think new hampshire or somewhere up north he was working in a daycare and he found out that there's a certain part of the population that didn't show up to the parenting meetings that he would have and it's not that they didn't want to or they didn't care but they were working two and three jobs and they just couldn't and he said you know our program doesn't need to start at this point we need to catch that person in pregnancy and work from that end teaching them how important it is to be a parent and preparing them for this awesome job that they're going to take on so he worked with a couple of agencies and he developed the program and then gave the program to um, another agency who works kind of about direction and making sure that we keep um, to our model and things like that. So, um, but he felt like pregnancy is the best time because that's when the mom's so excited about being a mom and is interested in taking care of that baby and taking care of themselves. Yes, because as you know, I am in the program and I have a son and I I just enjoy the program and just enjoy Lou, and now that I'm meeting you, I can already tell that I already love you. Yeah, it's it's that relationship between the nurse and the client Mm -hmm. that you're in it together. Mm -hmm. You're not alone. And I think that's a very valuable component of our program. Okay. How long have you been working in this program? I've been working in this program for four and a half years. I started off in Richland and Lexington and then moved to Charlotte or moved to the Rock Hill area so um, I just covered Chester County and the bottom half of Lancaster. Okay what is it about this program that made you want to be a part of it? Um, When I applied the very first time I saw the program and read about it and said you know this is everything that I've done in nursing. It brings in the mother baby that I did. It brings in the labor and delivery I did. It brings in some of the nursing school things that I did. And it lets me teach it to people who really want to learn. 
Because when you're in the hospital and you're doing teaching, some of those people don't want to learn. They don't want to hear what you have to say. So it was like, yes, I can make a difference here. And um, when I applied for them, I, I told them that, that it's just, it brings everything that I've done as a nursing together in one area. Because I've worked maternal child pretty much my whole career. So it was nice to work with these women and as you see you know Lou saw you in the beginning and then sees you grow as a parent and it's an amazing process so that's why I love doing what I do and I like the baby snuggles and the toddler snuggles and all that stuff too but um, I like seeing that person become a totally different person just because they became a mom Okay. Since this program started, how has this impacted the community of first-time mothers? I think it gives the first-time moms a place to find support. Um, it gives we do give some you know tangible items like car seats when we have stuff and cribs if you don't have a crib. But we also give you the non-tangible stuff, the information that you can look back on. Um, you know. When you're first, you hold that infant in your arms and you look at that child and that, and then you think, oh gosh, I'm responsible for keeping this child alive. It's, it kind of hits you and, okay, what did Lou say about the crying baby? And you could pull that information back up and know that you could always give Lou a call and say, Lou, I've tried this. This isn't working. How do you have anything else? So I think it. we see people that are not self-sufficient, who are scared to death that they're going to have a tiny human in nine months, and what am I going to do with this child? And then you see them blossom into being self-sufficient, going to college, um, after we see them, you know, if they get in the program early enough, that's two and a half years that you're with this person and you help them become stronger parents, which again, the community, it, it kind of goes all the way around. If we have stronger families, we have stronger communities and we have a stronger world and there's less racism. There's less people picking at each other. It's just, we're all in this together. And I think that's a good good takeaway from our program, that when we see our women in the beginning, they might be scared to death, but when we leave them, not that we want to leave them, but when we leave them, they are amazing people and have grown so much. What protocols do y'all have to follow up as a nurse in this program? We have certain things that we have to do to be part of this program. So when... Lou and I started both the same different times, but you have to go through training pieces so that we can be better nurses and stronger nurses in what we do. So we take at least a month or so when you come on to learn different aspects of our program how to reflect with somebody, how to look for resources building those resources and then um before covid you would go to denver and spend a week in denver putting that 
stuff that you studied and that manual that you studied um, to work and actually absorbing it a little better. But since COVID hit, now we do everything through Zoom and online. But you still are able to interact with people from different areas and learn different, you know, tricks and things like that. And then about nine months, then you go through another program, which is called dance, which is basically speaking to your studying the mom and the child's interactions together and you're building upon their strengths or their weaknesses, whichever one comes about. So um, those are protocols. Of course, you know, we're mandatory reporters. So if, you know, somebody's hurting the mom or the mom's hurting somebody or somebody's hurting the baby, we mandatorily report that. Um, But luckily we just really, knock on wood, we haven't had a whole lot of that going on with our moms um so it you know that's kind of the protocols i don't know if that's what you were looking for um but those are the the stages of development and then you know we talk about mental health stuff um we talk about you know we are partnered with winthrop and a lot of the medical social workers come through our program and they share what they know, which, you know, we do a little social work on our side. So they talk to us about that and share another component or a layer to what we do. So, and then we internet with different agencies. So there's a lot of, it's just not a simple thing. It's a multi-layered program. Now, first-time mothers stay in the program until their child turns two. Can you explain why that is, why we have to do that? Well, the reason why we want to develop a relationship with that mom before she becomes a mom. And then we stay till that two-year mark because the child has peaks and troughs of learning. And we want to take advantage of that time to make sure that when language is peaking, that we're talking to that mom, helping her develop language of her baby. People, you know, there's simple ways that you can add um, learning into while you're cooking. Talk about, you know, I'm putting it in the pot and it's going to boil. And, you know, say we're making pasta. You know, the sauce is red. The pasta is like a beige brown color. Um, There's steps. So there's always that time to add things in with the parents. And it's easy because if you think you take all those books out there and try to put it in your brain, you will literally explode. But there is there's simple programs out there like uh, Boston Basics that goes over a couple principles about um, maximizing love, maximizing um, exploration with your child, and it kind of builds on some of those dance themes too. So it's very helpful um, in keeping, making sure that the mom is taking advantage of that. And if she doesn't take advantage of language or reading or um, counting, colors, things like that, at two years old, the brain goes through a reboot. And if you haven't made enough um, 
travels, like with colors or numbers, then the brain says, we don't need this, and they pluck it out, and the child will have to start over. So we don't want that to happen with our kids. We want them to be ready for kindergarten. So that's kind of why we do things to that two-year mark. So when the brain does a reboot, we've had plenty of travels in the important areas, so it doesn't get rid of things that we need. How can a first-time mother be part of this program? So a first-time mom can um, refer herself. Um, If she looks up on the First Step site, it will give her a number. Also, with the brochures that we have, have a number. So she can self-refer. Medicaid and some of the pregnancy testing sites will talk to the moms about our program and then refer them. But there's a couple of things that they have to do. They have to be able to qualify for WIC or Medicaid. But that doesn't mean they have to be signed up for it. They just have to qualify. So you have a a poverty threshold that they have to meet. They have to be under 28 weeks. And the reason why we make 23, I'm sorry, 28 weeks, the cutoff is because 28 weeks, we can't prevent a preterm delivery if we haven't been there in the beginning. So that's one of our cutoffs. Um, They have to live in Chester, York, or Lancaster counties um, because that's the counties we cover. Now, some of the other counties do have nurse family partnership, and we are very fortunate that we are one of the few states that there's only a few counties that isn't covered by nurse family partnership. Um, but those are, are the main requirements that they have. So it's not hard. You just have to want to have somebody come visit you. Well, Miss Nancy, thank you for joining us. You're very welcome. This was Nancy Canada, a nurse talking about the Nurse Family Partnership Program. You're listening to the Palmetto Report.